is good to find fam. All right. So um, I wanted to definitely share this part with you. It's going to be really short, really brief. So sweet and to the point. Okay. Um, but I've been getting like several, I would say like downloads or just information from different people. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to put it in the title. Age of Aquarius, we are anti-sheeple, right? So um, Age of Pisces was very much sheep sheeple because it's like that's where you had all of the religions and you had the one person that tells everybody else how to think when to think where to think you know and and so on and so forth and so now is a really good time for you to just chase and pursue your dreams um let me see if i can find this young lady real quick while i'm in here um she said it in such a beautiful way. I am subscribed to her. But it's this whole notion that um, you're probably in a point where so many people told you, you know, this can't be done or you were even too afraid to pursue your dreams. And here's the cool thing. Not only do do you get to allow yourself to pursue those dreams and to have those dreams? You're probably not going to have any examples of what it is that you're trying to do looks like. <laughs> um, you're going to have maybe some, some you know, um, key traits, you know, in terms of like habits or you're going to put together things that you are going to find that you want to incorporate. But if if we were to all think about what it is that we really want, no one has ever done it in the way that we want to. And I'm so excited for how much innovation that's going to bring, how much freedom and liberty that gives you. Um, let me see if I can find her real quick. Because I know her channel um, and she does shorts. So let me just try to find her real quick because I do want to give her credit for this because... She helped me get to an aha moment. Here it is. Her name is Courtney L. Saunders. Go check her out. Of course, you know I'm going to tell you. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, but let me go to her shorts. And here we go. It's the one titled Unleashing Your Deepest Dreams, Your Deepest Desires. And then I'm going to finish with one more thing. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can't because I if I tell you <laughs> what I'm doing right now, I can't. Hold on. Let me see if I can try to find. A way. If I don't do it in the next 30 seconds, then. Let me see. Da, 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 da. No. Oh, my gosh. Um. All right, I'm going to try to read what she said. I'm going to read what she said. Um, here we go. Because most are so disconnected from what they want because they've allowed family, friends, society to convince them 
what they really, really want is not even possible. And so they shouldn't go for it. And I'm saying strip all of that away and you don't at what people looking um, in your circle or what your family had <clears throat> or what other people told you it was possible. But if you got to the pure desire, right, what is ultimately that even if you think it's not possible, what would that be? And I say that because you'd be surprised at how many people close themselves off even to admitting what they want because it's so painful for them to think that there is um, something that they deeply desire but not have the right to. And so if you kind of separate that and say, we're not talking about whether or not I could have it, whether or not I think it's possible, we're just going to acknowledge what it is that I really, really want. That's what actually first step is to getting it because you have to connect with that. I think that that is such a gem. Again, go check out Courtney L. Saunders, S-A-N-D-E-R-S, Courtney with a C. Um, and it's her latest short um, titled Unleashing Your Deepest Desires. Huge when it comes to manifestation, right? Because a lot of us maybe have these ideas of like what we want, but they're so deep and suppressed and that we don't even share them with family or friends. But with the energy that we have moving forward, we are no longer cutting and pasting what other people do. We are no longer going with groupthink. Like everybody in your family was a doctor, so you have to be a doctor. Everybody went to college, so you have to go to college. Everybody's doing this this way, so you have to do it this way. Go for what you want. Carve your own path. And don't be discouraged if there's no one else that's modeling that. Okay, then the other thing that was so interesting, we've been talking about how um, I think that women are gonna, going, going to continue to thrive in age of Aquarius. Um, and let me tell you why. So a lot of you know, I used to do like administrative work, um, administrative support. And um, I was listening to this gentleman and he was talking about how even when you're processing an application, it's, you know, you can do the job, but it's the little things that make you successful and that keep people coming back to you. So when they get the application, don't just be like t text them or expect them to open it on their own. When you get CC'd on it, call them, make sure they can open the link. And so what am I trying to say here? So with masculine energy, it can be cold or just kind of like you figure it out. I did what I needed to. I put the action in. I submitted everything. But the feminine component of us is that when I was talking yesterday about the feminine touch to things, we're the ones that will call to connect with you. Hey, did you get the link? And nurture you all the way through to make sure that you get the, let's just say the application completed. And if you have any questions right there on the phone, in person, on voice, right? And um, I think that the difference from age of Pisces to age of Aquarius is that now us women, I or I think just think in terms of us going from being support to the top 1%. The the key is you already have all the skills of how to nurture, right? That's why the the top whatever one percent hire you because you're the ones who are connecting with the people. You're the one that's doing the customer service. You're the one that's in the field and hands on, and you understand the assignment. The difference is with um 
that is that we're going to have to switch into our headspace, right? So instead of our boss saying like, you know, send out, like I used to send out emails for orientation, right? So instead of me having to depend on my boss for me to tell me what it is to do, I can self-govern and say, okay, um, we have orientation in, um, every two weeks. Let me send out the reminders every, every two, you know, two weeks before your orientation and then a week before your orientation and then three days a reminder. I will call the Friday before to confirm who's coming and I will pick up the phone and call each person and, and leave a message. And so sure enough, like that Thursday, Friday, Friday, they get back to me. Hey, I can't make it. I need to reschedule so on and so forth try to move some people from another orientation that said they couldn't move, you know, so, but that hands on and so that flow and kind of taking on more autonomy, like self-governing and doing more of like the executive thought process behind why we do things, right? Um, And not necessarily having to wait for your boss to tell you things. And as a matter of fact, for those of you who are still working, I feel like if you start to exercise or test that muscle, like before your boss tells you to do something, and this is the kind of the thing too, like I know some of you are not going to necessarily want to do some, you know, like think above and beyond what your boss tells you because you might, the odds are you might hate your job. Um, but if you do and you want to per- get promoted, you're going to start thinking before my boss comes and tells me what would be a leadership position? What would be the next thing? What is it that they need? And document that for yourself. If you do love your job and document how you thought about something before your boss told you to do it and how it's going to help that customer, right, or that client. Um, But for those of you who don't necessarily like your job and you're just stuck at a nine to five, start to think of the things that you like to do and that you want to put out into the world, maybe in a way that no one has done before. But start to test it. I, I do believe that even if you're in a workplace that you don't like, I think you still it's still important to show up in your best because you are practicing the skills that you need when you're going to be working for yourself, right? And what it means to have discipline and to test it. What better place to test it without having to have blowback or um, too bad repercussions, right? I'm not saying to be irresponsible, but just kind of practice. And even they might even give you feedback, hopefully. And part of the reason, because I I completely understand workplace dynamics, probably sometimes part of the reason you don't like your job is because your boss doesn't just appreciate you. But now it's above yourself. Like, okay, let me test what it's like to um, be not just the doer, but the thinker. And I get it too, because even like the 48 laws of power, it tells you like you're not supposed to outshine your leader or that type of a thing. Um, And so there's tactful ways to do it. Um, And but the idea is to kind of test like, how do I become more of the thinker and the doer? You are already a lot of us, 95 percent, 99 percent of us are doing are doers. We're the doers, but we just have to convert over to like the 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 thinking part and the leading part and the um thinking ahead having the foresight right so i hope that this was helpful let me get back to what i'm supposed to be doing y'all <laughs> i'm kind of playing hooky right now but i'll talk to y'all later i definitely wanted to drop those gems for you until the next podcast bye <laughs>